believe that the Holy Spirit is just um, really, really, there's always, there's been a bit of momentum anyway, and I just am anticipating, uh, not just tonight, but as we move ahead, that there's just going to continue to be a swell of his presence, that we just continually dip in, go higher, and the Lord give us you know, a wave that'll wash us like like you fell off the surfboard, and um, and I'm I'm all for that. Let it get messy. Get this, you know, get the sand all up in us. So I just um, oh. talk to you about unlocking the kingdom realm today. Uh, I felt like there was specific things that the Lord wanted to do. How many want to know how to get in and, and unlock the kingdom? And I don't think it's, I think it's probably going to be things that I've told you a thousand times. But I, I still believe it to be true that as the Holy Spirit continues to come and visit and habitate with us, that he is wanting us to pull things from one dimension to another dimension. That would be this earth dimension. How many want to be able to do that? Like, I, I just want to be able to do that on a constant level. And I'm watching as there's, a, there's a, the uptick of his presence and his spirit that just gives me fresh access to those places Remember Jesus, the prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he really meant that. He really meant like it's not some by and by day that we're going to see the manifestation of his kingdom on the earth or at the end of the age at one point in time. No, it's an ever-increasing kingdom, the Lord said, right? It's an ever-increasing kingdom. It's an ever-increasing glory. And so every believer should be able to see what's happening in another realm and bring it to this realm. Are you good? Man. So from the beginning of creation, I started thinking about this and pondering about this because when the Lord created Adam, he did this very right away. He had Adam in his heart. He created Adam out of the dust of the earth on earth and what it was that came from heaven was the breath of God that created and brought life to Adam it brought life to everyone in this room the breath of God whether you acknowledge it or not he brought breath to you so that you might realize one day that the Holy Spirit came as a gift for you so that you would walk in, in peace and in righteousness and in joy and the kingdom would have full life and full reign inside of you. I believe this, that, that the word that keep, keeps ringing. We don't want hostage situations in this place. And the way to, to stay out of a hostage situation is to hear the voice of God. 
And you want to hear his voice in a fresh way. So I want you to turn with me to Matthew chapter 17. You guys are going to think I'm out of my mind tonight, but I am definitely out of my mind. Paul said, Paul said that he was beside himself. And so I'm just going to tell you, this is going to come, you're going to be like, where is he going? But that's all right. I know, it's, I know it's from the Lord tonight. And I know that the Lord, even through, man, the Holy Spirit is so good about releasing and confirming the blood, the blood, the blood, the first three songs, the blood. And then we're going to go somewhere. So you think it was messy earlier. It's just going to get more messy at the end, at the back end. But I want you to really get ready because the Lord wants to meet you and wants to come if he hasn't met you yet, I'm telling you, if he has not come to visit you yet, he will visit you before you leave. Jules will get a double, double, double. Yeah. Matthew 17. I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read this scripture. Matthew 17. I want you to see the backdrop of this whole thing, though. Matthew 17 they, we start out, Jesus is on the mountain of transfiguration. The boy, a couple of the boys go up with him. They have an encounter with Elijah and Moses. And then he comes down and there's, a, 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 there's, an, there's an encounter with faith where they couldn't cast a devil out of someone, a demon of epilepsy. And the Lord begins to give a lesson on faith. And so I just want you to see a couple of those things that, that are there. And then he goes on to begin to speak about his death and resurrection. And right at the end, we have these statements that I'm about to read. And how many know that everything in the Bible is not there just to waste some paper and some, some, number, yeah, some, some numbers and some, some words? Do you understand that? That the Word of God is inspired by the Holy Spirit. And sometimes what we read doesn't exactly mean what it, we think it is. And so I'm going to try and unwrap this and unpack this. And so Holy Spirit, right now, I ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation because you're going to need it. We, we ask for the knowledge of you. We ask, Father, that you open our eyes, that you open our ears, that we hear by the spirit, that we see by the spirit, that, Lord, you would unwrap revelation for us right now. And that the, the Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit, would come and invade our minds, our eyes, our ears. Yeah, come God. Verse 25, it says, and he said yes. And when he came into the house, meaning, okay, hold on, I got to get to the spot because I never... I put part of the verse in here. Instead of writing the whole thing. You there already? Yeah, good. Am I there? I'm there, but I'm not quite there. So I'm going to get you there. Okay, so it says, verse 24, that's the only one I was missing, sorry. When they had come to Capernaum, you know, this was Jesus's, well, it's where Peter lived, but it was, it was the hub for Jesus' ministry. 
says, those who received the temple tax came to Peter and said, does your teacher not pay temple tax? And he said, yes. And when they had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him saying, what do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth take customs or taxes from their sons or their stra- or strangers? Or from strangers? And Peter said to him, from strangers. And Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. Just repeat that with me. The sons are free. Yeah, Jesus had some insight. Nevertheless, lest we offend them, go to the sea, cast in a hook, and take the fish that comes first, comes up first. And when you've opened his, its mouth, you will have a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and you. Say that again. For me and you. Oh, y'all are in trouble tonight. Y'all are in deep, deep, deep trouble tonight. In a good way. I just want you to think about some things. And if you give me prophetic liberty, sometimes we prophesy just like, you know, what was happening in here a little earlier, like Friday night, words for people, prophetic words for the corporate body. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prophesy to you as I preach, okay? I know the Lord has given me insight to this, and I just want you to receive all of it. Just say, I want to eat the whole thing. Yeah, you do. And, and, and there's going to be points where you're going to be like, struggle. And you're just going to pray in the Holy Ghost. Okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just believe that. Right? Because we want to go into the invisible realm. And this is what Jesus was talking about. It was more than paying. It wasn't paying tax. It was pay, he was paying temple tax. Temple tax had been around for 1,500 years now. It was only supposed to be in the desert with Moses. And they were just, when they began to build the temple, they should have stopped it. But no, no, they kept going. You know, temple tax. It wasn't for Caesar. It wasn't for, it was for the temple. And so it was a religious obligation. How many like religious obligations? Come on now. I want you to, I want you to say, I want you to say, we don't like religious things around here. Come on. We don't. And God is trying to get us beyond the veil so that we walk in perfect truth. Okay, so, so we want to go into the invisible realm. And, and Hebrews says this, Hebrews 11, you know the verse, it says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. So here we have Jesus. First of all, he knows the conversation that happened outside the door somewhere in the streets. And Pete shows up. And he says, what do you think? He's like, what are you talking about? How are we going to pay the tax? What's your thoughts on this? And he really was opening things up so that we understand that we are not strangers in the house of God. But we are sons and daughters. 
And the Holy Spirit is really wanting us to understand the depths of what the Lord was saying in this. So I want you to look at a few things with me. Are you with me? Don't get distracted. If we can refrain, I'll be Benny Hinn right now. If we can refrain today, let's do it. Hold your water. And I, I really want, I don't want distraction. We want, we want focus so that the Lord can really do something. I've never done that before. But I realize that the Spirit of God has got something urgent that He wants to speak to us. So I want you to just see, even the sea, if we look at the sea, I'm just going to make some prophetic uh, parables and, and comparisons. This a different realm. Let me tell you, just go Google the ocean and the sea and see what you, just say, what, what, are there different dimensions? That's all I did. Are there different dimensions in the ocean? Boom. Like scientists are saying there may be 10 different dimensions just in the ocean. Oh, come on. Don't hurt yourself thinking. I'm telling you. There is something that the Lord was trying to convey for every one of us. And if we get it, you'll be, it'll, just, it'll, it'll bring breakthrough in your life. And such. I promise you, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. For some people that are going to grab hold of this and say, wow, I'm going there and I'm bringing that back here. Because the Lord wants our prayer life to be like this. Ready? I go, I see something. The Lord instructs me to go and grab something, and I do it. So the sea speaks. Of, listen, there is, here's one of the titles, one of the articles. Ready? Deep, the, the deep sea is filled with treasure, but it comes with a price. Hmm. And so I just want to tell you that the depths of what God has in the, in the realm of the Spirit, look at me, it's where Jesus lives. So I'm not... I will be mystical today, but it is all about Jesus' realm. It is about the kingdom realm. It is about us going to another place to receive what's already been prepared for us. Some of you, there's been mantles that are already prepared, i.e. this guy laying on the floor. I'm telling you that there are things that are already prepared for you, that they've been prepared for me, and they will not come, I'm going to say it a thousand times tonight, unless we go into deep intercession and we go into deep worship. These are the two keys that will unlock everything. So I don't know what all the preachers in America are saying and how many steps to get to success, but I'm telling you the one way to success in the kingdom is deep worship, there's two steps, and intercession, but I feel like they're tied together, so it's all one. Because if you're really worshiping, you go into deep places, and then you begin to declare the word of the Lord. Amen. So I just want us to be in this place where we understand and God, and then Jesus says this, he says, cast. And I want to tell you, I just want to talk to you about hunting and fishing, CJ, I'll do it. The reality is when you hunt, you chase something. When you fish, you wait for something. Don't get me wrong, because we move the boat around here and there, and we got to go to a different spot, but you're, you're still a little bit a hunter. But you're waiting to see what attracts that which is in the deep. Yeah, you want to get this. You want to really get this. So what I'm saying is we don't want to go chasing after things. I pursue the Lord, but I don't chase after a ministry. I don't chase after a gift. I don't chase after something, uh, even a career. 
Do you understand? A believer should not be chasing after something. Don't be chasing after your wife that you don't have yet. Come on. No, I'm chasing my wife. I'll be chasing my wife. But don't be chasing after things that you don't have yet because you're, you're frustrated. And what happens is we go on the hunt for things, and God is saying, no, I want you to take this and cast it. And when you cast it, it is cast in a direction that the Lord has said, go here. Listen, this is powerful. This is going to unlock some things, I promise. Father, in the name of Jesus, let it stick on them like honey tonight. Like smear them with this tonight. So that we begin to just step into things that I'm telling you, if you get this, it's going to shift your whole entire life. Feel the Lord on that. It's, it's we throw forcefully, right? I cast. Sometimes when I first started casting, it wasn't fun. Because I was, you know, I like the one with the button. You know? Right? It doesn't, it's not as good as the other one necessarily. But I'm just saying, do you understand? So you want to, you have a place where you're looking and you cast it to that place. And there is something that is waiting for you beneath that's going to snatch up that lure or snatch up that live bait or whatever it is. I'm telling you, God, it's a, what is attracting God to your prayers? What is attracting the Holy Spirit to come and suck that thing up and say, pull me out? Because I'm telling you, there's a mantle that's being prepared for you. There's a mantle that's already being woven. It's already woven, woven in heaven. It's already been made. He's already done it. This is what we don't understand. It's already there, and we just have to find it, and we just have to ready. We have to wait. Oh, I hate that. But we have to wait. But the more I position myself to just wait upon the Lord and release, it's... Uh, you just want to release the line. Oh, and God wants to do that. But it's sometimes it's, oh, what it, the other thing was, you throw a, a hook and it's baited. But then on, even in, in this, the fish, they're either attracted to the color, the smell, or the really live bait. Let's throw some live stuff out there and see what happens. But I realized this. Jesus said, nevertheless, lest we offend them. And here's the, here's, here's the kicker. Ready? We want to go deep. You want to allow the line to go deep in that which is hiding beneath, the treasure that's beneath. But there's a price to pay. Right? There's, there's a sacrifice that's going to be required. I'm not preaching Old Testament. I'm preaching New Testament. There's a, there's, a, there's a sacrifice that's required that I am patiently waiting, and I will cast until that fish comes, until the thing which, in, which is in the other dimension grabs hold of that, and all I do is reel it in. Oh, sometimes it might be a little bit of fight because there'll be some resistance because you know there's someone that doesn't want you to get the fullness of your calling. There's someone that does it that's trying to uh, divert and put thoughts in your mind and trying to have you walk outside of those things that God has already prepared for you. But I'm telling you, there is, there is a place where we're going to cast in. You're going to do it tonight. I'm telling you, God is going to release something for you tonight so that you step into something brand new. 
And it's a, it's a realm of prayer that causes the things that have been hidden out to come in. How many want that? Am I speaking in the right room? Okay. So nevertheless, we don't want to, be, we don't want to offend them. <laughs> Who's that? That's the ones that are requiring taxes. Right? I just want to. So here's the thing, right? They were going to pay the tax, but it didn't cost them anything. Oh, I'm, I'm, am I contradicting myself? I'm not. I'm not. It didn't cost them anything. That's why Jesus said, we'll give them the tax. We're going to get it from another realm. We'll give them whatever they need because it comes from another place. We'll give the religious something that they've been looking for, they've been asking for, they've been desiring, but God is going to do it through you. Oh, that's a good word. You should take that one. He's going to do that for the ones that don't have any clue about godly things, really. They don't have any clue, any idea. Actually, they, they, they came to be servants, and they came as strangers, but you are not. You're a son, and you're a daughter, and you're coming in, and you're casting your line to a place that pulls from the supernatural and brings it into the natural. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about things that God has prepared for those who seek him. Those things that the Lord has been, let me just remind you, each one of us has been given a measure of faith. Right? All of us has been given, say more, Lord. <laughs> Come on. I've been given a measure, but I need more. And I'm asking the Lord for more. And I, I'm telling you, there's things that the Lord is going to unlock. God has given us all natural means. You all have natural gifts. Some of you are gifted even in supernatural things because of the natural gifts you have. Hello? It's true. Because there can be a sensitivity inside of you. There can be just a, a posture inside of your heart that God designed you that way so you're a magnet for heavenly things to come to you. And let it be for everyone. But I'm telling you, it says, John the Baptist said this, no, a man can receive nothing unless it's given to him from heaven. John the Baptist quoted that as Jesus was coming up and, and rising. And there is something that the Lord wants us to understand that you can't get anything unless the Lord gives it from heaven. Oh, I'll just say you can't get a house. I'll, I'll just, ready? Down the street. I'll just tell you. Here's a perfect example. As I was, this was three years ago, we started getting all these words, bang. God's going to move you. God's going to expand you. He's got a building he's going to give to you. And I just read to you out of Deuteronomy chapter 6. Yes, we believe that God is going to give. That's the word of the Lord. It aligns with Prophet Charlie Champ's word. That he will give it to you. 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 If you just wait. Right? So immediately, right? I'm telling you, I spent a lot of time on the iPad. Hours at night. There ain't nothing out here. We can't afford any of this. What is this? Go look at some place. I'm like, it's a, that's not it. And I'm thinking, it's going to be somewhere else. It ain't going to be here. That's what I'm thinking. It's not here. It's not in Kingston. I'm like, 
And I'm not rebuking the devil. I'm just saying it's not. Because why, God? Because he likes Kingston. Oh, he does. He does. And so I'm like, even two years ago, we went in the building. I'm just telling you, and I'm thinking, I go in, and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of work. Because it was a mess. And I realized, no, it's just no. I'm like, okay, we walk away. Someone else can buy it. Bye. Two years later, here we are. No for sale sign. One phone call. You got to talk to him. All right. Do you understand? Like, I'll just even use this place. We were in Portsmouth. Come on. Come on, that's a hip town. We want to hang there. You know? We like that. You know? It's bougie. You know? It's bougie. So we want to hang there. Right? I'm just being honest. And we're there. We're in a humble place. Don't get me wrong. We're in a garage, basically. And we're hosting. We're setting up, tearing down. Wasn't a lot of work. We had a great team. Even though, yeah. Anyway, we'll pass that. The Holy Spirit would show up big time. What am I saying? We didn't, the plan was not to start a church. Can I just tell you that? Can I just confess that? I'll say that. It was not to start a church or a, or a revival center. It wasn't. It was like, oops, we fell into it. So then we had to leave there after seven months. It was fun. It was great. Are we done? Everyone's like, what do you mean we're done? I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're not done. We'll find a spot. Can't find a spot. Wanted a place closer to us, but not quite in Portsmouth. Here you go. We end up here. And this was like one person looking on Craigslist. Joe's in the neighborhood, doesn't even tell me, but someone else gives me a news that this is for, say, for, for rent. And I'm like, okay, how, how much? This much? Nothing down? Great, we'll take it. Build everything that you see here, right? I'm saying this because it was all, I'm telling you, it wasn't pursuit. It was like someone else gave me, an, you know, a connection, and then here we go. Here we are. Here we're here. Seven years later, over there now, right? Pray. Pray that we can get all the paperwork done this week. Please, please pray that. I'm just going to throw that out there. We just need the PNS. We need to go now. Go. Go. But the Holy Spirit is saying, right, in my timing, when you're ready, I will do it. Even with callings to missions, even with callings to do certain things, I, every time I try to push my way in, uh-uh. Anytime I wanted to go on a mission field, no, you'll go here. Okay, all the doors open, like crazy doors, like crazy wild doors, like places. We were everywhere from the from the. From the worst of the worst place to where the kings sit. That's just true. Because it wasn't forced. And then when it got forced, it ends up a mess. I'm just saying because God wants you to listen to what he's saying. The Lord himself is, is speaking a word to us. Do this. Throw the, throw the line there. It drops. The barber is there. Or unless, you might have to use the line and just look at the line. Peter didn't have a barber. 
I'm just telling you, you're probably out of line. He's just waiting, right? But we want to cast the hook. Everyone say hook. And you want to hook that which is in the invisible realm and pull it into the natural realm. It's going to happen. Look at your neighbor and say, it's going to happen. Really, just begin to declare it. You have to talk to someone about it. Yeah. And so, so you take the fish, and then really, I'm just going to tell you this. As I studied through the, the passage, it was the exact amount of money that they needed for both Jesus and Peter. It was the exact amount in the fish, inside the fish, in his mouth. A golden coin. It was there. And so it came from where? It didn't come from the natural. Because if I'm, if I'm walking down the street and I cast into the water, the water is a different element. It's a different element. Do you hear me? You can't breathe under there. What happens when you jump in the water? It's a totally different buoyancy. You like... You're floating. Come on. The spirit, just get ready because God's going to pull you into something. And it, it was the exact thing. It was the very thing that they needed. It was the very specific thing that Jesus said, go here, do this, do that. Like he gave him specific directions. One, two, three. Peter did it, comes back, finding the exact thing he needs. And specifically, I'm going to ask you, what are you believing for? What are you believing for God to do? And really, the Holy Spirit's trying to get us to al align with what he's saying so that when I hear what he says, I can only do, I can only do what my Father says to do. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, John chapter 5. I can only do, and he, and he, and he shows what? His son's everything. And so as a son and a daughter, God is opening up things for you. He wants to open things up for you so you hear and so you ignite the thing that he's doing inside of you. Listen, it's, it's specific things that you're believing for, and it's just, it's in the other realm. And every one of us is like, how do I get the other realm to this realm? And it's really, it's, it's super simple, but I feel like the Lord is wanting us to have a review on some of this stuff. Because really, even I think of Malachi chapter 3, and I thought about this, because he says this. He said, bring all your tithes. I'm not going to, listen, I'm not taking another offering. I just want you to see the principle. You know, it's always never too late to give. But it's, it's <laughs> this storehouse speaking of God's house Right? If I bring all my tithes, if I bring, it's actually speaking that I take that there may be food in my house and try me now in this. Hear, hear, hear me. Try me now in this. Try me now in this. The Lord is saying, try me in this, that when you give the first fruits of your life, I'm not even talking about your tithe. When you give the first fruits of what he's doing, that means the first thing he told you to do you do, and you're faithful. Stop, I'll say it over here. It means the first thing he told you to do, I got amens over there, that you begin to do. Yeah, see, that's good. I know, they were ready. But, 
But he says this. He, he specifically says, try me in this now. Test me. Test the Lord. Oh, I can't get off of this. Because the Lord is wanting us to test what he says, what he specifically says, so that we can walk into the fullness of glory. If I begin to do the things that he says first, and don't, I'm not seven steps ahead. No, you're talking to me because I'm always seven steps ahead. I am. I just, my brain thinks like that. Like I'm way out ahead, and I'm thinking about things that haven't even come to the forefront, but I'm already thinking about them. And so the Lord wants us to say, he's saying, listen, settle down. You know, he might be speaking to me. (laughs) Settle down and just wait for the first thing that I said. And when that thing comes through, watch what happens next. Because I'm telling you the kingdom of God is like, almost like the dominoes. Like you hit one and it begins to roll. And once there's momentum, and again, I don't believe in, I don't believe in running or continuing a a ministry on momentum i believe that god brings momentum i'm not going to live off of yesterday's miracles we need fresh new miracles we need the holy spirit to do fresh new things we need people set free and delivered you you need to go cast a, a hook and grab some people bring them in here so that they get set free right or they don't have to come here come on you're there set them free bring them bring them free that'd be great That saves me a lot of work. But he says this. He said, "If test me in this. Test me in this. Actually, he says, now. (laughs) Test me in this now. How many are going to wait till tomorrow? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't wait till tomorrow. Test him in it now. Test him in the things that he's about to do now. Test him in the, in, the, in the place where you're just going to wait. And he said, if I will not open, if I will not open, if I will not open to you the windows of heaven, and then one translation says, and pour out such a blessing. So wait a minute, though. He's talking about one blessing. One blessing that I can't contain. I would say that's kingdom. I would say that's a realm that I don't understand, that when I pull that one thing out, it unravels a whole lot more than I ever thought it would. And your whole life is, is God is trying to design your life like this, that you just wait on the Lord. He gives instruction. Then he begins to pour out those things on your life. The mantle is already there. Oh, we're going to release mantles tonight because I, I just believe that they're on the other side and you want to put them on. And they got gold, and they got blue, they got all kinds of colors. You're just, you're just fitted. They're ready. They're fitted. Like It's like a, a shirt that's fitted. You just like it because it fits you like glue. It's just perfect. It's like that jacket I talked about. It's like, man, I just want something that the Lord has fitted for me. I don't want someone else's stuff. I don't want anyone else's stuff. I want my stuff. And you want your stuff, so don't covet everyone else's stuff. So he says this, I will pour out a blessing and there will be no room enough. No room enough to contain it. And I'm telling you that on the other side of the supernatural is waiting a blessing, a blessing, a blessing. That's just the first one. Yeah. 
That's just the first one. The Lord was saying to me, he said, you have no idea what I'm trying to do right now on this. No, I started, this started opening up to me. I got messed up in the chair. Like, I am like, oh, man. That means that there is no, there's nothing that I need to worry about as long as I listen to his voice. That if I'm listening and I'm consecrated and I'm ready to, I'm ready to hear, then I hear his voice. Your whole family is going to be blessed. Because of your obedience to just, li- just do what he says. Really, it's incredible. It's incredible. Proverbs, honor the Lord with all your possessions. I know it sounds like a tithing thing, but I'm just, watch, watch. And with the first fruits of all your increase, so that, so that, you know what the rest of it says? So that your barns will be full. If I give him the first fruits, if I give him the first thing he spoke to me, the barns are overflowing and I lack nothing. Oh, I almost sound like a prosperity preacher right now. But there is reality to the, to the fact that God is wanting to release a, 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 a realm. I am telling you, it's a realm. You can't do it by adding this, and then you get that. No, God is about multiplication. If I, add, if I just drop this in the water over here, I am pulling out the biggest whale I've ever seen. It comes with everything. Are you hearing me? Are you with me? Okay. That your vats will overflow with wine. I'm telling you this so much. There is so much joy on top of this. I'm all for suffering and pain. Not really. But I, I know it's part of the gospel. I know it's part of the struggle because we're going we're gonna to hit this at the end. There is a struggle to get in alignment with what God's doing. Do you understand me? Sometimes it's just a struggle, and sometimes there's things in the way, and sometimes we have to believe past the things that we're seeing in the natural. You're hearing me. It's interesting because I was, for some reason, this led me down a rabbit trail, and you're just going in, with my, in my mind right now. But I, I have to read this because it's out of Chronicles 26, and it speaks about the treasuries of God. Because that's where we're going. (laughs) At least I'm going. I'm going to the treasuries of God. You're going to the treasuries of God. You're going to the place where all of God's goods are ready and waiting for you. And it's not about getting stuff. You understand what I'm saying? But it's about engaging with heaven so that you pull those things that you've been believing for into this realm. And when you do that, listen, it says that another one one of the Levites right Ajaya or whatever it is was over the treasuries of the house of God and over the treasuries of the dedicated things and I was like whoa 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 there's dedicated things there's consecrated things There's things that the Lord has put aside that are consecrated for you. It was already prepared before time began that were separated and ready for you and ready for the master to release to you. And we want to find those things. I want to live in that place. I want to behold those things. And then the Lord, I felt like there was an audible voice that came from the Lord. And I don't usually get that. 
but it was this. It was said, the Lord said to me, if my people will begin to test me and trust me, there's a little bit of difference, right? You test him in the trusting. You test him in the trusting. If, you, if they begin to, I will pour out exactly what they need. Now, let me just say this. Sometimes we think we need something else, and the Lord knows best. My, I know this about Jesus. He knows what I need, and he knows the timing I need it. Look at me. Hear me? Hear me? You listening? Are you with me? All right, I'm just checking both sides. The Holy Spirit wants us to be in this place where we're abiding in such a way that he begins to release those things. And I test him. I believe him for it. I trust him. I know he's going to do it. So I do something. Ready? I throw the line. And I put everything on the line. Oh, it got quiet. No, I'm telling you, God is looking for us to put everything on the line. Oh, no. Jules, it's the only gamble we're allowed to do. Everything on the line. Everything on the line. And it's a good, it's the, because it, it, you know why? It's the sure bet. You can't lose. Look at me, you can't lose if you put it all on the line. If I put everything on the line, everything I believe that the Lord is going to do, and I wholly give myself to that. That's why the word came earlier about being hostages. You are not hostages to unbelief. You are not hostages to your old life. You are not hostages to anything else other than the promises of God. Oh, come on. Don't you want to be a captive of the presence of God? Don't you want to be a captive of the things God wants to put you in? Yes, you do. And I just thought of, of, of um, Jacob as he wrestled. Remember the story, Genesis 28, because he went in with a mindset. And, and some of, of the, the Jewish sages thought it wasn't even the angel of the Lord. They thought it was some spirit that came from Esau. Just to let you know some things. I was like investigating, and I'm like, well, that's interesting. But I realized this, that either way, he had to wrestle. He had to wrestle the angel that came so that his whole identity that was in heaven was revealed on the earth. Oh, come on. If I'm saying this to you, this is, this is ready. It's going to hit you point blank, like tonight. God is trying to get you out of the old man and into the new man. And the only way to do that is to have a little wrestling match. And I'm not saying striving, but you cast that line and you're going to hook what he has for you. He had a name that was prepared. It was a name before history began. It was the name Israel. It was the prince of God that was already prepared before the foundations of the earth. It was already there. God already knew history. He already knows your history. Look at me. He already knows your history. He already knows the good, bad, and the ugly. He knows the good things he has for the next 10 years for you. Because you're going to walk in this place where I cast, my, I cast my line. I put everything on the line. I put it all out there so that I get him. Really, he's the greatest inheritance. But I'm telling you, there's something that he wants you to cast out there to grab hold of what he's already prepared for you. There's a name that you've been named with that has yet to be revealed. 
There's a declaration over your life that has yet to be revealed. I feel like shouting. I am. But I'm telling you, there has to be a place where you become acquainted with his presence, that you cast that thing so that all the things that have been promised for you, and don't make the stuff up. I'll go over here and say it. Don't make the stuff up. Don't make up your own plans on what it looks like. No, because this is where it gets convoluted, right? Oh, I'm believing God for this. That's where I'm throwing the hook. No, where did Jesus say to throw the hook? What did he tell you first? When you came to the Lord, what did he say first? When you began, when you, when you began to see visions and dreams, what did he say first? And some of you have seen those things come, and it's come by intercession. It's come by prayer. It's come by my life being laid out like a sacrifice so that God can burn on me. Nothing comes to us unless it comes by heaven. Some of you believe that. Nothing comes to us unless it's released by the Father. When we try to do things in our own strength, stuff comes on us, but it wasn't from the Father. I position myself so that I can hear. I position myself so I can see. I don't position myself so that I can get run over by the next thing that's coming down. The pike. Let me just say this. Salvation became available to you and I Because Jesus paid for everything. So Jesus pulled, listen to me, he pulled salvation because he gave everything. Because he put everything on the line. He gave you an abundant life because he paid everything. He put, he put everything on the line. Do you understand me when I say this? That the Lord died so that everything was on the line so that I would be free. So that I wouldn't be addicted to drugs anymore. So that I wouldn't be wrestling with powers and principalities in my life that I have no business fighting with. That he, that he would set me free. Jesus did it. I didn't do it. In the same way, you don't have to do it. You have to agree with what the Lord has said. He says, there's this place of sacrifice. You're going to lay your life down. Right? Fire falls on sacrifice when I put everything on the line the fire will fall I ain't lying when I put everything on the line when I put everything down when I give everything as a sacrifice hunters pursue fishermen wait Hunters pursue, fishermen wait. May just be a little nibble. But when you hear the line flying, you know you got the lunker. 
come on. All of a sudden, it takes off. It's going every which way. Come on, you got to get it under control. Pull it in. The apostolic church, right? You just go back to the book of Acts. The apostolic church, what did they do? They waited. Jesus said one thing, go and wait and tarry. When he said go and wait and tarry, he meant go wait, tarry. And that's what they did. More than half left. They couldn't, they couldn't wait it out. They couldn't sit. They couldn't hack it. They couldn't make the sacrifice. Oh, I'm telling you something. They couldn't wait it out. And so the Lord has tailor-made mantles that are ready for you. And they're woven in heavenly places through intercession and worship. And so I just, there was a couple things that I just, the Lord had highlighted to me at the end, and I'll I'll try and land the plane. Ready? Remember the story out of Luke chapter 5. Peter, Jesus is preaching in the boat, steps in, tells him to cast out into the sea. Go into the deep. Launch yourself into the deep. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's the same thing. He's just got a net now. It's the same exact thing. If you start looking through Scripture, it's all over Scripture. There's a direction from the Lord, or there's a direction from a prophet. Hello, look at me. I'm prophesying to you. There's a direction from a prophetic utterance that comes to us. And I'm prophesying to you that when you, be, when you begin to do those things, when you begin to step into and put those things to action and test the Lord on those things, all of a sudden things begin to fall into line. Oh, no, no. You're like, whoa, bet, you know, crazy things happen. You don't know. I, I hear those thoughts, so stop. No, I can hear them. It's weird. Don't doubt the word of the Lord. Don't doubt what God says. If, he, if it's over and over in Scripture, it's a rule that will happen. As we pursue him, things will begin to unfold. As, you begin, as, as I give my life completely to him, as I seek first the kingdom, all these things are added. As I seek first the kingdom, all these other things will be added to me. So Peter gets the instruction. They've been out all night. And he's like, this guy's trying to tell me how to fish, and I've been doing it all night. Nevertheless, master, at your word, at your word, at your word, what is the Lord saying? I just break off dullness off this, off this whole place right now. I break any spirit of dullness that causes me to think that I cannot hear the voice of God. You can hear the voice of God. Just as well as I can. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you and through you. And he's going to break off things off your life. We take authority over that stuff right now. In Jesus' name. You can hear the Lord. You're not walking around in a circle. Unless you're dull in spirit. No, I'm, I'm just being honest. If you're dull in spirit, you don't hear nothing. I don't preach to that group. This group's amazing. 
No, seriously. I know I got people that are on fire in here, and they're pursuing God with all that they can. And when I say, when I use that hunter, you want to hunt God. <laughs> you just don't want to hunt the things. You throw the line, you cast, you t- you, the Lord will speak to you. Because these guys, after this whole thing happened, that was it, lights out. They left everything and followed him. And the fish, the abundance, he needed other guys. He had to call another crew to help him pull out what was, what was coming at them. And then Peter just repented. For his unbelief, for his sinfulness, for being godless. Come on, he was a good Jewish boy. He wasn't godless. He followed after Yahweh. I don't care what you think. I know, right? And he was 20 years old. That's why he got taxed. He was the oldest of the bunch. The oldest of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. They were a bunch of teenagers. And they went and lit the whole world on fire. Wonder why I want to grab all the youth and young adults. Like, come on, come on, bring more of them. I love every generation, but you know, there's pers- I know that's not a bad. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean it like that because I got fiery people all across this place. So, but you understand what I'm saying? There's zeal. No, you guys stop. 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 We got the fiery, we got the fiery ones everywhere. I know. I know. He wants your undivided attention. Let's move on. Before I get myself in more trouble. He was 20. Just saying. 17 was probably the youngest. 16. We don't know. There was 12 of them. And then there was more that came along. Who knows what that was? But really, I just want you to see, he wants your undivided attention. To open things that have been shut up. Hear me now. He wants your undivided attention to open things that have been shut up. And humility comes before exaltation. This is what the Lord's been speaking to me over and over and over and over again. That the humble, all of a sudden God is beginning to break out over, over the humility aspect of things. Because in, in, as I give myself completely over to the Lord, I was sitting here as, as everything's breaking out, right? Right from the get-go today. Right from the get-go, right? It was power. People all over the place. Right? We, we didn't even close the prayer. Just started. That's how it should start every week, but we don't try and reproduce stuff. I had plans for someone else to open. You know what I mean? It's just, Lord's like, get rid of it. Do this. You know, file the Holy Spirit, right? So as I'm sitting here, I'm like, God, this isn't even everything. Like, what does it look like when it's total? And then I started to weep because I want everything. You want everything. You want the Lord to come and invade your life. You do. It's good for you. And I'm telling you, he is pursuing you more than we think that we can pursue him. So if we just come into that posture where we yield, man, watch out. So humility comes because I just, my, hum, my heart gets like humbled and 
purified and I just want the Lord to come in strength and power and I just, Lord, you have my undivided attention. What do I do next? Oh, my wife's going to prophesy. This one's going to give a word. Whatever's going to happen. I, like, I don't want to control things. We do, we do want to have corporate word, I guess, but whatever happens, happens. Like if it goes to total chaos, then get ready for that. Just get ready. Because I don't, I don't want to quench, ready? I don't want to quench the Spirit of God. And so if I have to throw a line out in the middle of service and say, where are you? Then I'm going to do that. I just want to be in a position where revival will come and it has no hindrance. Where a move of God will just come and, and it'll explode. And we don't, we don't hinder one thing. We don't hold it back. We just allow the spirit to move and not getting goofy and, you know, well, be, there's always some goofy. But I'm saying that the Lord comes in such a way that he begins to pursue us. He pursues us and overtakes us. That was prayed, I think, in the, in the circle of prayer this morning, that he overtakes us. Don't you want him to overtake you? And so with the fishing thing, I just want you to put it all on the line. Can you do that? Really, can you do that? Some of you are holding on to stuff. You just don't, you don't hold on to it. Just put it all on the line. Double down. Double down. I'm not playing. I'm ready to double down. God... We want, I want to move, I want, I want God, not so that it gets plastered on the news or any other Elijah streams or any foolish thing like that. It's not foolish. You understand. There I go, say stuff again. You understand, but it's the, it's the, it's the heart. Like, I don't really care. I want God to pour out his spirit here. That's all I want. And that's all he wants to do. He wants it more than I do. Oh, he wants it more than I do. And then you don't even have to try. Like, healing just happens. Glory just gets poured out. Because everyone's out of the way. All flesh. There's no flesh that glories in the presence. No, he'll just mess up every person that gets in the way. He wants to roll us all. Come on. Mm. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 6. What happens if the conviction of heaven just comes into this place? Not just for those who don't know the Lord, but for those who know the Lord. Like, we don't even know where we're, like, we're lacking anything. Like, remember the church in Laodicea? They were like, oh, we're fine. We're fine. The Lord shows up. He says, no, that's a different, I got a different opinion. It's true. Read it. He said, I got a different opinion. You're, you're naked and blind. and You're lacking everything because you don't have me. Hmm. Poof. I'll drink to that, yeah. Matthew chapter 6. But when you pray, go into the room 
What room? Any room you can find. And when you have shut the door, oh, come on, we're shutting the door to find something. You are going to shut the door, pray, and your father who is in secret, in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will openly reward you. This brings us full circle. Because in, in verse 10 he says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But I just want you to, I feel like the Lord just spoke to me in this regards, right? God is giving us keys. What's the key? What's the line? Where's, where am I sending the line? I'm sending the line to the place of prayer. I'm sending the line to the place of worship. And I'm leaving it there and waiting and as I rejoice in the Lord always, oh, again, I say rejoice. As I rejoice and I get happy about what he's doing and I'm really excited about what he's doing. Oh, I know things don't look as good as you thought they were, but the, I'm telling you they're good. And they're going to get better because the Lord is there. And he declares over you that the, 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 the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so you're empowered by this joy as you wait. But I felt like the Holy Spirit was highlighting as I go into the room, as you go into the room and you seek the Lord in the secret place, he opens up a drawer of keys. I'll just say a drawer of hooks. Lures. No, I'm serious. Because I feel like there's something that opens up when we go into the secret place. And we know in, 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 in Revelation chapter 3, again, where he's talking to the faithful church now. Verse 7 and 8, he said to the angel of Philadelphia, he writes, These things says he who is holy and he who is true and he who has what? The key of David who opens... He who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. And then he says, now I, now, I, now I know your works and see, and I have set before you a door, and no one can shut it. For you have little strength. Say amen. amen. That's the humility I'm talking about. We realize that we are weak without him. Like I... The most times that I feel the presence of God is when I'm totally done. Like, I can't. I got nothing else. I got no more efforts. I can't do another thing. I can't get out of the way of myself, never mind anyone else. And when I get to that place, the Holy Spirit comes in like a, a, like a, a funnel and just whirls my, my molecules. I'll just put it like that. And I just feel, I sense his presence, and it feels like almost anything can happen in those moments. Come on. And this is where the Lord wants us to live from. And so he knows that in our weakness, you have little strength, but you have kept my word. And it goes back, and you have not denied my name. When I deny the name of the Lord, that's what gets me in trouble. When I start taking credit, when we, we start holding things to ourselves and keeping them to ourselves, it all of a sudden becomes about us and not about him. 
And the Lord is trying to get us to a position where we relinquish, just relinquish everything. Can you do that? Can you do it? I declare that we'll be a people that can do it. That I just yield myself, my mind, my will, and my emotions to the Lord Jesus Christ so that I can be freed from every hindrance that would try and stop what the, what the move of God wants to do in my life. I'm telling you, he just wants in and he, all he needs is a door open. There has to be a place where he opens the door and comes walking in. And he is welcome here. And I'm not afraid of offending someone that comes in here because it gets too wild and the presence is too strong. And it, I, listen, we've seen people run out of here. They can't make it through two, half the set of the worship team. They can't handle it. If you make it through, you, you're probably all right. But God wants to increase that to a capacity Say, yes, Lord. Just say, yes, Lord. I need help. Yes, Lord. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door. So I just want to go back, and I want to engage right now, right now, because I believe that the Lord is going to put something for you. You can step in. Step in. Are you ready? Like the word of God is going to pull you into something right now. Stand up. Stand with me. So we're just going to cast the line right now. You're going to do it. And I believe the Lord's going to do something powerful. You're going to hook something. You're going to step in. You're going to cast the line. As a matter of fact, you're going to put everything on the line. You're going to put all your bait on the line right now, and you're going to throw it. Because you're not here to, you're not here to, to play games with the Lord. No. You want all of Jesus. So I believe there's going to be something that the Lord releases for you even now. If you don't even know the Lord, I don't know who's in here, but if you don't know the Lord, I'm telling you there's an invitation to step in and grab hold of his hand. And everything will change in your life. You could be out of sync with the Lord today. And the Lord says, I'm coming, I'm stepping in. I'm just asking you to put everything out there. Just put everything out there. There's no... Just come, come forward, come, come. Those who want to come forward, just come. Because I believe that the Lord is going to do something fresh. We had such a good outpouring, and I, the Lord's not done. I don't think he's done. I think he's going to pour out more for you right now. 
Some of you may, you're just believing God. We're just casting it out. And you're going to take what he gives you, and you're gonna, it's going to come back to you into the natural realm. Some of you it's healing. Some of you it's, it's being free from something. Some of you it's, it's just, I'm desiring for that mantle to fall on my life. Let's just pray. Let's just pray. We want instructions from heaven. So, Lord, I ask that you release that which is in heaven into the earth for everyone here, everyone in this place right now, every person in this place right now. We step in. We step in. step in undeniable like we're fishing and even tonight as we leave this place you're going to leave the line in the water and God's going to bring the things that he has for you they're going to swim right up to the Lord and they're going to grab it I believe that for you I'm believing that for me so Holy Spirit, come. Do what only you can do. So 